0: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: Radio.
1: You heard it. I'm RJ, live from Las Vegas, live on a Friday, and live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that's Fazic. Every day, sports bettors listen for the money, and sports fans to know more than their buddies. Fezzik and I were pros Jonas, he's a Joe, but he's my favorite in Los Angeles.
3: Married, oh, RJ oh my God! Taken the, can you imagine well, he's I didn't, the day all, off well, wait before a he gets minute. married? No
1: one even told me Jonas was off today. I, I mean, heck, this is going to be fun. Me and Fez one on one. Gotta love it. Oh my God! Sounds gosh. like I'm gonna
3: lose some money.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, I, I think we know for sure, actually, <laughs> that that you took a bad bat. And we'll talk about that. But the Vegas lead is where we start. And to me, it is Paul Feinbaum and really the whole college football. You know, we'll call it the the media darlings, the, the voices, effectively, of college football. And Feinbaum specifically, at ESPN, SEC Network, said he believes there's a 25% chance... That's only a quarter, right? I think, <laughs> right? You following? That there yes. will be a college football season, and wow, wow, shocking. My first question is, what's changed? My thought is not much. I get that you can say, oh look, there was X thousand cases and that was a high in this state or maybe it was a high for the country and it was like okay well what did we expect right was was this something where if you look at the models because what we know for sure is there was a reason for the lockdown cuz it be it would be pretty stupid to do the lockdown if there was no point to it right there was going to be in theory and i think everyone thinks it restrict or limited the number of cases during that time but as soon as the country's acting pretty much as if uh, there is no virus and you might say well that's part of the problem it's like okay then maybe that's strong i think half the people are probably acting like there's no virus and half are still being very cautious but this is what would have happened months ago if it wasn't for the lockdown The lockdown was to prevent cases. So when the lockdown ends, what's the opposite of preventing cases? There's going to be more cases. We can sit and say, oh, it's 10% over or it's like, I haven't heard. In fact, you as an actuary seem to like this stuff. At this point, and I've been asking you this question more than a few times. Do you feel like that there is strong consensus that, the, where the numbers are today, considering, you know, quite frankly, considering a lot of the protests and how, at that time, uh, obviously it was soon after the lockdown ended and a lot of human contact. And obviously, there's a big chunk of the country that's not doing too much to prevent it. Is there a sense that, man, this is so much worse numbers wise than we expected?
3: There actually is, RJ, and I do have the numbers. Back on June 1st, the country was experiencing right around 20,000 cases, new cases per day. And for all the reasons you outlined,
1: we well, expected... I'm, I'm, well, I'm confused, though. So you're telling me that when there was a lockdown, there was less cases, and now there's not a lockdown, there's more cases. Okay, thanks for the news.
3: And we expected that there'd who's, be an who's, increase.
1: Who's we, first of all? Well, it's when the the community wh- of the people that model this you're we in that now
3: yeah I, the models <laughs> when you when you don't have a lockdown anymore obviously you expect the cases to go up now i personally said well how much do i think they're going to go up maybe double and instead they've tripled they're up to like 60,000 per steve, day
1: steve steve yeah. what what is, what is your, give us your qualifications of modeling infectious diseases <laughs>
3: Well, I look at the curves that people presented in their projections, and for yeah. the most part, RJ, they did not have the cases tripling. They had them going up by a factor, up to double.
1: So, wait a minute. So, now you're saying there's experts that you saw that projected a doubling? Yes. Okay. So, is I guess my question was all along, was that a consensus opinion? Meaning there's obviously going to be optimists uh, and let's call optimism less cases in this case. And then there's going to be pessimists, more cases. Uh, you know, I'm sure you could find on the edge of, you know, in this case, the the pessimists that there was the, some people, or I guess the optimists saying there weren't going to be a lot of cases and now we're in big trouble is it the consensus, though? Because I haven't heard that, and I'm not saying it's untrue. You know, it's not true. I'm saying I have not heard that. Would you, if I said we're going to take the five most cited uh, projection models from uh, a month ago, would you feel very confident that the consensus would be about double from June till now? Yes. All right. So now the question becomes this. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. I was talking to Steve Fezzik, who, I mean, maybe he went and got his MD when I wasn't looking. <laughs> but he's speaking on projected numbers of infectious disease cases. And then he'll talk about Green Bay Packers a little later. But <laughs> that is funny. To me, the reason, or not to me, actually to everybody, the reason for the lockdown was to prevent cases that, if it all happened at once, would strain, if not break, the hospital system, right? The, the worry was not enough ventilators, not enough masks. And the fact is, with the shutdown, the hospitals really weren't pushed to the limit. Not that the frontline workers didn't do an amazing job. I'm saying when it comes to the beds and, and and those kind of things. So in a way that worked. So unless today or in the near future we have that level of cases that we have to worry about the hospitals being full, then the question becomes if it happens now, let's just say you're right, Steve. And there's an extra fifty percent of cases, right? That's pretty much what you're saying. Yes. All right, because you were saying it should have. They thought it was going to double, and it's tripled. So two hundred versus three hundred. That's an extra fifty percent, right? Yes. So if it doesn't cause the hospitals to be overwhelmed, what does it really What effect does it have? Meaning, the theory is until there's a vaccine, people are just going to be getting this nonstop. Now, if there's not a vaccine, it, it seems like that's going well. But if there's not a vaccine, let's say for two or three years, almost everyone will get this. It's just inevitable. It's like getting the flu, right? So I guess what I'm not sure of is why does any of this matter right now? Meaning if it's, two, if it's, it's 200 per whatever or 300 per whatever, I feel bad for those extra 100 people or extra fifty percent, but when it comes to playing college football, why does it matter?
3: The reason it matters is because what the cases you don't seem too
1: sure of this right now. Well,
3: because the cases are so much more prevalent, we're seeing situations where you're having select schools have multiple players, not just three or four, well, uh, but dozens of them so, getting infected, okay, and that's so, going to continue. So what, what are the
1: examples of that? How, well, Clemson, can you name the schools with dozens of infected players: Clemson and Texas. OK, so they have dozens right now. No, in the past. OK, so what does that have to do with the future? I'm confused.
3: Well, with there being more cases going on now than ever so this, before. you're saying,
1: hypothetically, if there was 50% more cases at any given time, there's a better chance that instead of two student or student-athletes, players, there would be three.
3: I think there's a better chance that you're going to see a substantial, not substantial, so, but certainly many football teams come down with dozens of players that are all going to get infected as okay. we move forward.
1: And what will happen in that case?
3: They'll be quarantined. Uh,
1: no, what will happen to the teams? They, In theory, they may have to forfeit a game. Yes. So effectively, you're saying they might not be able to play a game.
3: Or two, yes. Or
1: two. And the answer to that is to play None. Like we're gonna stop, we're gonna prevent this. We're gonna play none. You won't get us COVID nineteen. We're gonna get ourselves. <laughs> no answer, Steve. A lot of silence on that end.
3: Well, if if twenty percent of your football team is getting quarantined,
1: so, so, so now so now we're making up twenty percent. Where did that number come from? I'm
3: th- I'm looking at twenty players catching it. So potentially,
1: when 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 has there been twenty? Clemson Clems- had twenty.
3: Clemson had like 31.
1: Okay. And you know what? Those 31 can't get it now. <laughs> yes. So listen, I'm not saying that COVID-19 shouldn't be taken seriously. I'm not. I'm, I'm trying very hard not to get it myself. No doubt. I hate getting the flu. But the question is, this is not a matter of anything now that's happening. It really can't be because. You don't have to make the decision right now. Even if it were, let's say that someone said, RJ, you're missing this, Is blah, blah whatever it is. And I'd say, you know, you're right, I missed it. But the season doesn't start for what? Almost two, well, seven weeks. So, yeah, first,
3: first Big Ten game, Indiana-Wisconsin, September 4th.
1: Okay, now that's fascinating, because if these conferences all go to, let's say, 10 games, like the Big Ten is planning to, are they going to actually play the beginning of the season? Why wouldn't they just? And especially because all the other games are scheduled, right? So I'm yes. guessing Ohio State's um, nine conference games are. You know, usually they play four games to start the season that are out of conference.
3: Right. So it's a great question. Is this going to cause the schedule to be juggled and maybe I moved mean, back listen, on the football games? is a
1: sport you can't just move. I mean, usually if it's if, if Penn State, Ohio State's a given week, there's people that have hotel reservations. And I'm not saying that, no, obviously there might, you know, ob- likely won't be fans, but in general, I can't imagine them say, well, the COVID-19s, we think it's raging. Uh, we got these 10 games we want to play. They're all 10 starting October 1st and beyond, but let's move them up closer to the outbreaks that we're afraid of. Right? Probably not going to happen, right? Right. So it feels like now we, in theory, are moving towards having 10, 11 weeks. Three months. This thing started how many months ago? Right? Middle of March to April, May, yeah, June, Mar- Ju- It yeah, middle started of March. four months ago. Yes. So it's almost three months to the games play. If you, you Assuming it's starting October 1 because of the lot, com- conference schedule.
3: Right. A whole lot could change. No hey, doubt.
1: For sure. And to me... That's what you're seeing here is – now, listen, I've done Feinbaum's show a few times, always nice to me, always seems like a sincere guy. He doesn't seem like a hot – you know, like he's going to give a hot take because he wants his name out there. His name's out there. So I think he genuinely believes this. I genuinely don't understand. And, again, Steve Fezzik, MD, joins us. We gave him a chance to make the case. Uh, It's hard to say, well, Matt – Producer Matt, how would you say Fez's case went? Uh, about thirty percent. Thirty percent of what? You're giving him credit just for speaking words? What? What thirty percent? Kind of, kind of, just for speaking words. Yeah. <laughs> so that's about the. <laughs> unless he just went mute, he was going to get thirty.
3: It was either it, it was
2: twenty or thirty.
1: I went with thirty. Can, can you answer that? I mean, again, Ivy leaguer here, graduate degree.
2: Can you answer this question? I I think uh, what's going on is that. The commissioner is creating an environment where he can have a lot of flexibility to either push the season or if they have to. outright no, I, cancel I it. agree
1: with you when it comes to, again, protecting their butts, because if what you say is, oh, yeah, a season is a short thing. If you're the commissioner or a president, what happens if the season happens? It's like, of course, no credit. If it doesn't happen, it's going to be what the heck you said it was going to happen. So, listen, it's a political game being in these academic, big academic institutions, big conferences. They know how to play the game. So, I agree. I'm saying the guys like Feinbaum, other serious college football minds saying 25% chance we're going to play, 75% chance we won't. I don't understand the logic of it. Months ahead, uh, the worst thing that's going to happen is you miss a few games for a team, and most teams won't. And if you cancel, and I get they're going to say, well, there's the risk to the players. Like, just playing the game itself is a risk. And then it's like, okay, it's going to be optional. Like, no one's forcing the players to play. In fact, I'm almost certain they wouldn't yank their scholarship. So if it's optional to play, and the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to miss a couple of games... Or you could cancel all the games. Why? How could that be the right decision? All right. When we come back, we'll wrap this topic up, and then Fezzik and I, Kansas City. He loves them. Mahomes. I mean, the, there's a, there's a golfer he loves more. We'll talk about that too. But he loves Mahomes in Kansas City. And sports books, actually, one of them agrees with Fez, one agrees with me. We'll tell you what that's all about. When we come back, we are straight out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas!
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Nutrafol.com, spelt N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L, dot com, promo code CR show. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CR show. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away.
1: I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas, and we got Steve Fezzik with us. A hot, hot ending to the show. Some disagreements and such. But first, Steve is such, Fezzik is such a sport. He He's willing to, he's a team guy. He really is, because he thinks it's going to make him more money. But that's still, he's a team guy. He hates to try to do anything like a radio read. So before we get into the end of this, we got a, you know, a quick commercial 30 seconds here, Steve Fezzik's going to do it because I'm going to throw him off. When he stumbles through this, he'll be primed to get crushed ending the show. Steve, go ahead.
3: AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it. With their free same-day pickup, you can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone location, in-store, or curbside. (laughs) Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone.
1: Here's the question. If a 1,000 people read that, would anyone have done it worse than that? I mean... (laughs) How how would you grade yourself there, Steve?
3: I give myself an A. An a. <laughs>
1: All right. So, Kansas City, you've got I got San Fran, I got Baltimore next 5 years. What do we bet? 10,000? 1,000. 1,000. Okay. And then so in hindsight, now do you still think you're in a good position? No. Okay. So, the bookies, one of them agrees with you. They got Kansas City a big favorite this year.
3: Yeah, so Circa has Kansas City the clear-cut favorite 4 to 1 to win the Super Bowl.
1: Okay, so Circa is a newer book in Vegas, very ambitious. They're they're booking the right way. Give them credit. And the second favorite is Baltimore at what? 6 to 1? It's
3: plus 650. It's
1: plus 650. Okay. So, clear favorite. Now, you go pretty much anywhere else, FanDuel for example, Baltimore and Kansas City have pretty much the same odds, right?
3: Yeah, at FanDuel, Kansas City plus six fifty, RJ,
1: and Baltimore about the same. Yes. All right. So here's the thing: what kind of book is Circa? What kind of book is FanDuel? Amazingly, you would think Kansas City Super Bowl champions. You would think, well, the you know the squares, Barney at the bar, they're gonna like that team, the Super Bowl champ. Oh, Mahomes, he got a half a billion. No, Circa Circa is a sharp book. Their sharp book. They got Kansas City better than the public book, FanDuel, which to me is just plain amazing. All right, Steve, sit back. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations in-store or curbside. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone, AutoZone. I'll give myself a C plus. I grade hard. All right, Fez. You have Aaron Rodgers as the 12th best quarterback in the NFL. 50 people at ESPN voted. No one had him worse than seven. You've got a statistical case.
3: Yeah, so the last five years, Aaron Rodgers has been a below-average quarterback if you just look at yards per attempt. Every time he throws the ball, RJ, Green Bay averages just over seven yards per pass. The NFL average is seven and a half.
1: Okay, so the differential is down a half a yard. So, what I would say is this I agree with you, but at some point, if no one else does amongst true experts, you can't just assume they're stupid, right? It's too easy to say every NFL exec that ESPN polled is stupid, right? We know that's not the case. So what I believe it is, is these are scouts. These are GMs. They love characteristics. They love arm strength. They love all those things you would measure in drafting a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers has always been outstanding at those, and he still is. But there's something about the way he combines it. That isn't as good as it should be and never has been. And now that he is actually dropping in skill a little bit, it's getting even worse. They are looking at the arm strength. You're looking at the results. I agree with you. Great week on Straight Out of Vegas. Back next week on Monday, 6 o'clock Eastern. We gave you the odds. Now, the odd couple.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. If you dare.